Welcome to the RedX Real Estate Podcast. Here, you'll discover how to create stability and opportunity for your business with tips, tricks, habits, and hacks from top performing agents. If you'd like to receive notifications for new episodes, be sure to subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever else you like to listen. And for even more updates on eBooks, webinar trainings, and other useful real estate content, head over to theredx.com slash blog and click on any blog post to sign up for our free weekly newsletter. Thanks for listening. Now sit back and enjoy the episode. Welcome back to another episode of the Stability and Opportunity Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Zimmerman, for another exciting interview, conversation, invitation to learn about ways to create stability in yourself so you can see the opportunity out there in the world right now during these times. And so we've got a very special guest, someone of a caliber and category have not had on the show before. He is Chris Lencell from The Close. Dot com, a website. If you've ever seen it, you must have seen it. If you've typed anything around fit small business, they're part of that. They have great content. They help agents. They help small businesses. And behind the scenes, there are people who make that content happen, who understand the research, who understand the writing, who understand the tools and tactics. And today, we've got Chris with us to bring hello, forth what he knows because he's the man behind that content and he's going to break down for us today so many amazing things that we haven't even really thought about before property descriptions what you say and do in that medium he has got coaching he's got amazing opportunity he's going to share with you in fact uh, i asked him before the show if there was anything cool or free he could give away and so we're going to find a way to pick a winner today because that winner is going to get a free 30 minute marketing assessment slash coaching with him and so play with me during the show today interact with us during the show in the chat log if you're watching us live because that's the place we're going to try to find a winner this is a participatory event it's not just chris and i talking with one another we're talking with you out there and so welcome back amanda welcome back pat welcome back connie maybe they're going to be one of our winners today chris what do you think i definitely hope so absolutely i'm, I'm a participation kind of guy too so uh yeah we, we want to we want people to be involved here Fantastic. So I'm not going to put you on the spot because you showed up on time before our show for us <laughs> to have this conversation. You'd be surprised how many people show up just 20 seconds beforehand. And so mm -hmm. um, I like to start the show off with a quote, something meaningful to both you and our audience right now who are listening to this, something that resonates with our times. And so mm -hmm. if you could start us off with some positivity and what that quote is and what it means. Absolutely. You know what? I'm actually going to go. I'm going to do you one better. I'm going to give you two two that work together okay the first one is old ways don't open new doors this is this is something i say a lot um when i'm talking to folks uh in the comment sections over on the close or during coaching sessions and uh, really it really comes back to this idea that real estate you know we ask the same questions in the real estate field over and over for decades now and the answers continue to be new thanks to technology or uh, other other uh, other reasons so old ways they're not going to open new doors and then the second quote here is that a little bit of progress every day adds up to big results we got time on our hands right now i mean most of us are are uh, at home i happen to be in my basement at the moment in my home office and we got some time on our hands to do some stuff so we can start chipping away making small progress on big projects and by the time we are uh unlocking the, the office doors again we're gonna have some big results on our hands 
That's one of the recurring themes I hear. In fact, yesterday's guest, Verl Workman, talked about the bounce. I know a couple of people watching this right now are on that. And so we got a lot of positivity and thumbs up mm. on this. In fact, I want to invite the audience as we move forward today, if they have any questions, chat them in. If they love what they hear and what they say, please hit that like. Please hit that subscribe. Please give us some thumb ups in the comments. We love it. It fuels the call. It fuels the conversation mm -hmm. and gets this information out there. Let's give your history, your expertise, some coverage right now. And so I know I told you that I want you to brag. This is that yeah. moment where I want you to come on here and let everybody know who you are, okay. why they should listen to you, and what they're going to get out of what you're going to say. Okay. Okay. So I'll, I'll do my best to keep this brag session short here. Uh, first of all, I'm a licensed real estate agent in the state of Michigan. Um, been uh, doing real estate stuff for uh, over 10 years, whether it's um, buying and selling or leading or being a part of teams or being a digital strategist and marketing expert um, and consultant for lots of different real estate agents. Uh, I'm also a writer, a full-time writer and technology analyst for uh, The Close. That's where I'm going to do my most most of my bragging right now because The Close is absolutely the number one source for real estate insight, strategy, and best practices on the internet. Uh, www.theclose.com. I'm part of an absolute crack squad of, of, of incredible people there with real real estate experience um, that are answering questions there every day. And uh, in addition to that, I have done, I, I honestly, I was thinking about it today. I've literally had, I think in my lifetime, more than 25 jobs since I was a kid. I've been a baseball umpire for a little league baseball uh, league. Uh, that was not as a teenager, by the way. That was just as an adult. It was just fun. Uh, I managed yesterday. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I wish. Uh, managed bookstores. I was a professional musician for a little while. I've literally done just about every uh, job within the communication field you can think of. And real estate really brings all those skills together. And it's why I'm so excited to be a part of this incredible industry and to be talking to you guys today. We got into a little bit more about message and medium. And yeah, one of the recurring themes that if anybody's been watching this knows that we found that there is the message and then there's the medium. A lot mm -hmm. of agents both need the message, what do I say? And they are unaware of other mediums. So there's the telephone, mm -hmm. but then there's yep. text, and then there's internet, and then there's Zoom, and then there's Facebook Lives, and then you know the list goes on and on. There's direct mail. And yeah. the both of them together, context to what's going on right now mm -hmm. is really one of the next things that we want to get into. And so sure. um, the content, right? You adapt to the times. Uh -huh. the close isn't just writing the same content that they were a month ago or two months ago. Yeah, definitely. And not. you guys do your research on what matters to real estate agents. Oh, so yeah, if absolutely. you could get into what are some of the hot topics right now that agents are asking, research is showing, mm -hmm. and you guys mm -hmm. are providing content on. Yeah, sure. So a um, couple of things. And first of all, I'll, I'll start by telling you, this conversation, we need to think about this in two different ways. The first way is what are real estate agents thinking about? And then the second thing we need to think about are what are our clients and our prospects, the consumers in our market thinking about? Because 
these are two important categories that have some overlap, but are definitely different. So let's start with the agents first. Real estate professionals right now, there's a lot of conversation around the uncertainty of the market. What's going to happen next? Where? What's going to happen in my market? What's going to happen with my business? Real estate is a an amazing industry during the feast time and can be some scary industry during the famine time. And I don't think we're in a famine. Um, just, you know, dinner is taking longer to get out of the kitchen right now, right? So we're getting a lot of conversation around what's going to happen with our business. What can I do right now to make my business profitable and productive? Um, we're also talking a lot about What's going to happen in the next phase of the market? Are we going to um, see buyers' markets sweep across the country? Are we going to have a recession? Are we going to have a downturn in the in the uh, national economy? These are all conversations that real estate agents are having, and these are the sorts of things that I'm addressing with agents right now on the close. We've got a couple of great articles actually just went live in the last couple of weeks. 21 hidden opportunities for realtors under quarantine, as well as 17 ways to recession-proof your real estate business. These are all things that we're talking about with agents. And then the second, oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, I was going to say, uh, I should just kind of step out of the room and just let you bring up your screen and take over the rest of the show, because it sounds <laughs> like you've got it from here. No, no, no. See, the, 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 uh, this is the second part is actually where most of the conversation happens, which is what do we want to talk to our clients about? And that's where things get really interesting because we all have clients from all over this, the economic spectrum in all walks of life with lots of different needs. And that's where our conversations really get diversified because the first thing that we've got to do, the first thing that, that agents need to do when they're talking to their clients is, Go back to the our first priority as real estate professionals, which is to put the needs of our clients front and center. What is it that your people need right now? Do they need advice? Do they need uh, comfort and assurance? Do they need some truth? Are they are they kind of is their mind clouded with with um, misinformation and and uh, and some anxiety that maybe doesn't belong there? So. There's a ton of things to talk about with our clients, but the first thing to talk about is what is it that they need at that moment? Before we step forward, I yeah. want to invite the audience. If they've got questions, maybe you have answers. You guys have sure. done the research. And so while we move forward, I want to invite everybody listening right now is what are the things that you'd like to have answered that your clients or customers are struggling with that if we could get the right words, what to say to them could be helpful to you right now. And so as you put mm -hmm. them in there, we're going to keep moving forward. In fact, maybe this is one of those opportunities where we start to choose the best question of the day. To yeah. A rhyme. Best question of the day equals the giveaway. Oh, baby. I love this. We're, we're branding it right now. And so uh, <laughs> why don't we just let everybody know uh, the, what the best question of the day is going to win? Yeah. Uh, best question of the day. You know, I, I, um, I love spending time with agents doing coaching and uh, doing um, – uh, working on the fundamentals, uh, both both basic and advanced, that are going to level up their real estate business. So, best question of the day: You're going to come out, come away with a 30 minute session um, that we can spend talking about marketing, all sorts of marketing, any sort of marketing, however you want to spend that time. Often, I get questions. About 
about branding or property marketing or lead generation or generating better referrals. So if you've got questions in any of those realms or you want to level up, I'm your guy. We'll talk about it. Great. Everybody got that? Wonderful. So, Chris, opportunity and stability. The opportunity is the second phase. At least that's how we've figured it out on this show, which is here's Mm -hmm. all the things that you can say, all the things that you can do. Mm -hmm. Mindset, I'm sure, is a big part of the closes content as well, which is our side of it means stability. And so Mm -hmm. before we jump into the opportunity section of our podcast today, if you could reveal to us some of the things that you guys have written both in the past that are applicable now or new things that have been written, researched and discovered that help agents today get clear, get stable, get focused. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so a couple of things that that jump to mind. First of all, there is a post on the close. And I want to say it was from 2019. I, I don't I don't remember the exact date. But I'll tell you what this this post was written by my editorial partner in crime, Emile Laplatinier, who's a genius, by the way, absolute genius, New York real estate guy, um, phenomenal, uh, phenomenal mind for the business. And his post was what to do when you lose motivation as a realtor. And I'll be honest with you, there have been times in the last, I've lost count how many days, almost 40 days sitting at home, that I've lost some motivation. And I think that's something that real estate agents just in general are dealing with right now because the things that we shine at when we're getting out, beating our feet on the pavement, opening doors, making deals, we can't do that stuff like we used to. And there's a lot of, there's a lot of, of, holding our hands in our laps and just waiting and that's that's a that's moments that causes us to kind of lose some motivation and you know i found myself going back and looking at this article again um he partnered emil partnered with uh with um uh like a licensed psychologist to to help work on this article Mm. and some of the things that we brought together on that stability like one thing that that definitely keeps ringing back to me is take stock of your past, present, and future. Think about where you've been. Think about where you are. Think about where you're going to go. Because believe it or not, most real estate agents have come a long way in their career. Most of them, even if you are brand new in the industry, think about where you were on day one and think about where you are now. You made a lot of progress. It'd be a shame to give that up now. That's a great point. And if possible, I'm going to talk to some of the team behind the scenes right now, if they can yeah. bring up some of the articles on the screen while we do this. I don't know if we can do that at this moment, but if we can, I'd love to kind of have a scroll through of those as we talk about them. That way, maybe people watching this can also read it as we talk over it. But sure. if that can't happen, you know what? The links are going to be actually in the chat right now and in the resource section. And so we'll just kind of keep moving forward with things. And so there is all the different ways to uh, stay stable, stay focused. Um, There was, what was the title of that article again? That one's called What to Do When You Lose Your Motivation as a Realtor. Okay. Yeah, I could see that as a, a big issue right now. And so are there any other finer points in that article that you think we should talk about before moving on? Yeah, there's one other that I have I've definitely come back to myself even this week, which is divide and conquer your schedule. Especially when you're working at home, man, I know for me, I get 
kind of lost in the schedule of trying to operate my real estate business from a couch um, in, in, especially when that couch is the same couch I sit on to watch Netflix at night, all of the, all of my time and activity kind of move into one big ball. And I don't have a great separation of how my schedule is supposed to work. You know what I'm supposed to do at a certain time. And, you know, personally, because I wear so many hats uh, as an agent and as a writer and as a coach, I got a lot of projects to work on here. But, you know, if I'm if I have a day where I'm just doing one thing, I get kind of lost in that schedule. And so this is something that I'm telling agents constantly to do here, which is just like you were in the office, set your calendar up with things that you should be doing. And, you know, if you don't get something done within a certain period of time, come back to it. Give yourself a break from that from that particular task. Move on to the next thing. You've got stuff to do, and you can't get sucked in to, to one task uh, and deprioritize everything else in your day. You know what? The direction you're going, I really like, because we have a lot of real estate agents come on here, a lot of yeah. coaches come on here, and repeat that same thing is the calendar and the routine is super important to uh, – mental hygiene i'm I'm good with the rhymes today i don't know i'm on it and uh (laughs) so what i like about what you're talking about is bringing things from outside the everyday real estate conversation Mm -hmm. even though it's still about routine and schedules for you to talk about how you as a writer as a professional have set up your time to maintain that focus Mm -hmm. well so for me personally I do a couple of things. The first thing I do is um, I have established a routine that works for the way that my brain works. And, you know, this is something we can all do um, in different different ways. But for me, for instance, I know that I don't have um, I don't have great results when I try to sit down and do high intensity concentration work first thing in the morning. And I'm a pretty early riser. I've got two little kids um, that that get me up pretty early. Uh, so I, I'm at my desk before 6 a.m. usually. But even then, I like I cannot sit down and do something that requires a lot of concentration right off the bat. So I start my day by reading. I, I, I read the news. I catch up on social media. I ret- read and return email. I do things that engage my brain in short bursts. That's important. And I think it's important for all real estate professionals and just professionals in general to understand where your strengths lie in that. The other thing that I, that I will, I will mention right off the jump here is um, I have it on my schedule. I wish I could screen share my calendar right now. I literally have it on my calendar. I take uh, an hour during the middle of the day to exercise. And it I'm not going out and running a marathon. I'm literally just going for a walk with the dog. I am uh, playing with the kids in the yard. I'm being active. But that hour break, um, and I, I protect it. Nobody can schedule meetings for me there. I turn notifications on my phone off. Nobody can touch me during that time because otherwise my afternoon is just garbage. I've got to have that time. You know, Chris, if you have your calendar pulled up on the screen, there is a way for you to hit the little gear icon where your Mm. face is over there and you can choose share my screen. You're going to have to toggle back. But if you really want to show everybody, I could give everybody a good visual of what you're talking about. (laughs) Yeah, let me see what I can figure out here. We'll keep talking here. Yeah, I don't know if there's anything risque on your calendar there. So before you (laughs) share that. 
you're gonna see a lot of meetings uh, at this point but um yeah i'll see what i can do here but we'll, we'll keep chatting here yeah so we got a question in from uh another return visitor audience member uh i think it's blake blake he asks how do you stay productive with two little ones he currently has two under two. Oh, blake my man i feel you i have a two-year-old and a five and a four-year-old gonna be five next month actually um, so I, I do two things. One, um, I have stopped fighting against their schedule. I uh, embrace their schedule. And I'm lucky enough that my wife uh, is is uh, working at home right now, too. So the two of us are tag teaming this. Um, but uh, I, I do two things. One, I've stopped fighting against their schedule. So I know when, um, you know, we know kids love routine. I know when they're going to have quiet moments, when nap time is best, when they wake up in the morning. This is pretty – kids establish these sorts of routines. So that's the first thing I do is I slip my work schedule into their, um, into their routine. The second, thing, uh, the second thing that I do is when I am spending time as dad and not as uh, at work, I make sure that time is incredibly quality time because if I've got my phone up checking email or returning calls when I'm supposed to be on dad duty and my wife is downstairs working, my kids aren't getting that sort of incredible engagement that they're super hungry for. And it makes them antsy to come interrupt my actual work time later on. So uh, the second thing I, I always tell, folks is when you are on duty with kids put work away because you're not going to get good work done and your kids aren't going to be satisfied with the time that you're spending there so that's that's the second thing i'll tell you and then you know i guess i'll throw in a bonus thing just from a productive a productivity standpoint uh go easy on yourself as far as the enrichment that your kids are supposed to get from you every day right now i have stopped uh preparing all organic fruit and vegetables. We do a lot of uh, um, really quick uh, lunches and dinners because my kids, they want that food anyway right now. And that's time that I can get back and apply towards work if I need it. First of all, I have to thank you. And I also <laughs> feel guilty at the same time because right now at home in our house right now, I realize my uh, looking down on my phone is just creating, you just illuminated something that I need to get better at, you know, Papa bear, Papa bear, Papa bear, Papa bear, you know, right. and I'm sitting at my desk and it's because I haven't played enough with my son. And then also you've given us some grace and house because the quality and standard of the amount of attention that we've tried to maintain, uh -huh. ooh, that's a sting that we're, we're, we're trying to rip, <laughs> gonna have to rip the bandaid off of. So thanks for giving me and everybody listening to this. In fact, Blake says, awesome. Thank you. The permission to focus more on what matters and less on what doesn't. Well, you know, it's so funny because when you actually start applying that focus and I, you know, I'm certainly not a psychologist um, or any kind of expert. I just have my own dad experience to speak from. But when you start applying that focus, um, the kids are more uh, are, are satisfied with that time and, and then allow you to release back into the things that you need to do in order to provide them the food and the facilities to, to continue to be comfortable. So. It does tend to work itself out like that. You know, if it wasn't for Blake and you, him asking the question and you answering it, I never would have put the stability aspect of 
my day in production mm -hmm. in alignment with the playtime and preparation that you've just put in there. And so I feel like that was an unaddressed and I think an invisible aspect to what we're trying to accomplish here. We've repeated over and over again, get your routine and take a mm -hmm. shower, dress up, wear a tie, whatever it might be. I think those are all yeah. have been hurt. I don't think we before have gone into it at that level. So I think you just illuminated for everybody a new category of what stability in today's environment also has to include. Well, you know, Justin, I think you're I think you're really on to something there. And this is something that I tell folks on a regular basis uh, is, you know, when you're a real estate agent, when you're a broker, when you're in our industry, you do not punch a clock. You do not get to the office. You punch, you know, punch in. You've got your real estate hat on five o'clock. Oh, punch out. I, I put my hat back uh, back on the shelf and then I just I'm checked out. We live, uh, you know, I. I'm a little embarrassed to say sometimes, but we have like a 24 seven on the brain business and you got to be able to manage that by creating these rich experiences that are not work experiences uh, because your work will benefit from it. You will have that internal stability in much greater quotients if you can create that internal balance. Because I'm ignorant to actually how you guys worked before coronavirus, were you yeah. guys remote already, or was that something you guys had a transition to? So, um, uh, yes, on both fronts. Uh, our company, we we operate two different websites. The Close, uh, we are a uh, a small but scrappy bunch. We're pretty much completely remote. Um, our our other website, Fit Small Business, is a much larger organization. Um, and we have a New York office that has been uh, closed for the last, uh, I honestly don't remember, eight years now, 10 years. I can't recall how long it's been. Feels like a long time. Um, uh, no, it's only been about a month. Um, and uh, so our New York folks have, have all gone uh, remote, but the majority of our team uh, was, was, uh, was remote anyway, all across the country and Canada too. That's a great setup for a question I didn't know I was going to ask. I love these. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. The beauty of having you on the show right now is because you're inside but outside the normal uh -huh. realm of business, which means you have perspective that can be hybridized to mm. in ways that no one's talking about or sharing. And so I feel like sure. the opportunity right now for you in this moment is agents are talking about Zoom and virtual mm -hmm. open houses and Facebook Lives and the virtualization of the real estate transaction. And because you have been essentially working virtual and your company mm -hmm. has shifted to, I would say, accelerate that adaptation or evolution, mm -hmm. if really, I would say a year from now, we're going to look back at this as an evolution in the yeah. whole economy. Uh, so giving the agents right now, maybe some tactics, some tools, some communication techniques that because mm -hmm. you know real estate in the transaction in general, virtual open houses, virtual listings, cold calling, follow-up mm -hmm. prospecting, all anything that fits into that category. Yeah. How has your experience in the last, let's say, month, as your uh -huh. team has gone, company's gone remote, what things would stand out to you? It could be like, oh, wow, that would be great for real estate agents to, to apply yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man, I've got one thing um, that jumps off my brain here is that uh, no matter what the communication medium is, um, it is you're failing 
you, you are failing at that communication if you do not address the need uh, of the of the person you're communicating with and the purpose that you're communicating with them. Mm. So um, as as um, I'll give you a good example. So um, we've uh, our company uh, are all we've, we've we do these all company meetings every week. And um, uh, when um, the office, when the New York office is open, uh, there were times that we would um, all the New York folks would gather in one room. And uh, everybody that's remote would would uh, call in, and we do these big virtual meetings. And um, a part of the a part of those meetings was afterwards in the New York office. Um, they would do a little social hour afterwards. And now that uh, now that um, the offices are closed, um, we don't have that social hour. And there are are members of our team that like that comment or were commenting early on like i missed the socialization aspect of this because that was a purpose of that meeting and so we started doing these remote social hours afterwards and people are just hanging out and honestly it's not the same but it does fill that need and when you think about that in a real estate perspective you think about why you're getting together with your clients why are you sitting face to face with them across the table or why are you reaching out to a prospect or cold calling somebody don't don't start with how do i do that start with why do you do that and if the why is to provide a certain amount of value or to create a need you know to to illuminate a need or to um, communicate a message then if you start with the why the question then is easiest how do i deliver this why can i deliver this why with um with a video chat can i deliver this why with um some sort of gift gift package uh, at their front door can i can i do this with a handwritten note with an actual in an actual envelope with a with a, a stamp on it where they know that i took the time to sit down and write out this message because it really matters to me thinking about what it is that your clients prospects cold calls whatever those people are think about what it is that they need at that moment that should be your first question not how do i reach these people but why am i reaching these people what you've just shared for anybody who's been a continual listener of this show this is going to plug in perfectly for them i think you've just given the next level of understanding to as we've heard over and over again from yesterday mm -hmm. with Viral, uh, we had Cleve Gaddis a while ago who talked about service before revenue, service mm -hmm. before results. And if you really look at the heart, which I think you got to it is the why, he talked about being authentic. If you ask mm -hmm. yourself, why am I doing this? You have to get into a state of authenticity to really mm -hmm. understand it. If it's for the money, well, then it's for the money. But if it's for service, then you know, you'll connect with that. And I think that Anybody listening to this right now or on the recording should probably go back and listen to the last three minutes of what you just said. Take mm. what I said and put those two together from the past episodes. And I yeah. think that's going, that is the philosophical unlock for today's environment. Mm. Well, you know, the, the wildest thing about real estate marketing, and um, I, I don't mean to lump everybody into one category here, but I'm going to lump everybody into one category here. The, the wildest thing about real estate marketing to me is that there are agents every single 
they, and I'll count myself guilty uh, sometimes on this, that if you ask them, what is it that your marketing message is doing for your intended audience? What value is it providing them? There are agents who can't answer that question. There's a lot of shoulder shrugging. There's there's some, well, it could be this, or someone might get some value out of this, this, and this. But if we're not, if we don't know the answer to what am I doing? What what is this message providing in terms of value for our people? Then we have no reason to be sending that message. That message is going to is is not going to be very effective. And that's why postcards fail. That's why emails fail. That's exactly that's right. Fail. That's exactly right. Well, and you know what? I'll, I'll I'll even push back a little bit on that. There are times where I see text messages work. And it's not, and, and postcards in any kind of medium, actually. I think any kind of medium can work if you can figure out how to provide value through it. Throwing up a generic postcard with uh, a, a templated message that just has the name of the town changed on it, you're just basically handing somebody something and having you say, here, you throw this away. That's not providing any value to them. But if you could figure out a way to use that medium to provide value, genuine value, then you really got something. Then you're on your way to becoming a top producer. Oh, Chris, you've just opened three boxes and I can only choose one of them to pull a question <laughs> out. Okay, um, well, that's fine. Yeah, so thank you. Um, let me go to the audience right now and see. Yeah. You mentioned if you don't know why you're sending the message, then mm -hmm. don't send the message. And mm -hmm. so if anybody's in the audience right now and wondering, well, what should my why be? What are the categories of whys? I'd love to see if the audience is interested in hearing that list of reasons to, and then we can get into, once you know the why, you figure out the what and the how, which is mm -hmm. going to be moving from our stability to our opportunity, knowing what to say and do section of today's podcast. Mm -hmm. So while we wait, let's just take the liberty of yeah. saying, yeah, people want this, and give us some breakdowns of categories of what those sure. whys are. Yeah. Why so, should you? So there's a handful of there's a handful of reasons, um, general reasons why real estate agents should be reaching out. Um, the first reason to me is education. We know stuff that 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 civilians don't know. Okay, real estate agents have insight and access to knowledge, uh, to information, and to trends that the general public don't have access to. And sharing that knowledge can better somebody's life. It can better somebody's real estate position. So that's the first reason. You got, you got something that you know that somebody else doesn't. Figure out a way to share that and understand, put in perspective that value. You really got something there. So education, that's the first one. The second one is opportunity. You know about something that could happen or something that is an option for somebody that they don't know. Think about think about all of the I don't know if this is if this is true where you guys are, but for me in my town there are these big massive apartment complexes down at the south side of town. There's literally, I mean, there's 500 apartments uh, in, in each of these big complexes. There's like four of them in a row. Tons of people living down there. A lot of the folks who live in these apartments are not aware of the benefit that they could have as a homeowner. They don't know that the rent that they're paying 
is actually more than the mortgage would be on a house of the same size. These folks don't know this. This they don't understand that they have this opportunity. So that's the, that's the second thing is is you're not you're yeah it's it's knowledge but it's also opportunity. You know something they can do that they don't know, and that's something that you want to share. And then the third piece. Um, you've got education, you've got opportunity. The third general bucket that I would share here is um, uh, some sort of common identifier. Like you uh, want to send a message to folks that you are like them. You're from the same town. You eat in the same restaurants. You follow the same football teams. You identify with the things that are important to them, and they can identify with you as being a person who is relevant to the things that are important to them. Okay. So um, those sorts of those sorts of moments create these connections between real estate professionals and consumers, community members that build this this level of trust that allow them um, to reach out in times of need, to consider you a resource when they have questions. Um, and so that sort of identifying of common, common ground um, is a really easy bucket to slip a lot of messages into. That was beautiful. And for the highlight reel, you want to do a quick one, two, three of each one of those categories? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry. But, uh, so the highlight reel, education. I know something that you don't know. Let me teach you. Uh, number two, opportunity. You've got uh, you've got options in front of you that you're not aware of. And number three, uh, common ground. We've got more in common than we think. Let's talk about it. Awesome. Yeah, I see claps going on right now. Love that. Oh, good. Some claps. Yeah. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. So you gave me a second key to unlock another box, and yeah. we mentioned relevance, and you mm -hmm. mentioned. Uh, concepts of value and messaging and mm. why things don't happen. So I feel like those two go really well together, right? Relevance means you understand your audience, you're communicating that you understand them. Mm -hmm. And then in that is the value, um, mm. which is whether it's a postcard or it's a phone call. And I'd love to move into the concepts of price versus value. It's been mm. a theme that I've been trying to illuminate for both our internal audience, uh, the entire Red X company watches these. Uh, they're mm. learning about how we can better talk to our customers. Hi, everybody. Um, how we can better articulate the value of what we do for them so uh -huh. they don't inadvertently cancel a product or service in which the ROI is greater than the amount they're paying, price mm -hmm. versus value. Price sure. is what they're paying, value is what they're getting. Yeah. And so you understand marketing, you understand that concept. Um, I'd love from your point of view right now with that kind of being the meta of where mm -hmm. we go next, mm -hmm. if you had to get on the phones or if you had to choose a medium and you had to start generating conversations, I'm not even saying listings, it could be to listings, sure. but if you had to start generating conversations, which is how most of the audience thinks about what the next step is, mm -hmm. what is the opportunity? What's the price? What's the value? Hmm. Okay. So... So if I'm, and let me, let me just clarify, if I'm hopping on the phone, these are just conversations about anything right now. Is that right? These are conversations to help customers choose yeah. the right lead type or the right medium and the right message to stay busy and productive. Okay. Okay. So, so the first thing I would say is as far as 
price goes. Let's. I just want to start by talking about price and and say that your um, dollar for dollar exchange of ROI right now is a little wonky because what we are seeing as a result of our work at the moment, literally during this week, during this month, is it's just a little unpredictable because we've just never been in a situation like this. You may be laying the groundwork with your hard work, reaching out to prospects and keeping in contact with clients. You may be laying the groundwork for a dozen listings the moment we can leave our house again. We just don't know right now because we these are unprecedented times. So um, I want to start by saying the price that you are paying at the moment, the 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 dollar for dollar price that you're paying we don't have a great idea a great measure on what the appropriate amount is at this point but as far as price value and return here's here's what i would say to you for my money the best the the best price uh for these sorts of efforts is what your time costs. You want to have tools that are going to put you in these positions. So, for instance, um, not and I, and I I will use this example, um, honestly, really independent from from who I'm talking to right now. But let's just say you've got uh, the GeoLeads tool for Red X. You have at your fingertips right now the information of everybody in the farm neighborhood that you're working. That is money that is spent at that point because you have now given yourself time you have given yourself the tools to be able to use your time to start making those those reaches the value that you are going to get from that is at this point immeasurable because people are waiting to talk to somebody i know my wife literally talked to the ups guy out the window for five minutes today because she was just hungry for human contact that wasn't my bearded face. Um, he was a really nice looking guy. I won't, I won't lie. But, uh, but uh, she's just hungry for human contact. People are looking for that right now. Okay, So you will get a big value for just making contact with people. And um, there's a right and a wrong way to do that. You were talking about it earlier. You want to be a human first and a real, a real estate agent second. You want to sell your story, not your services on these, on these first points of contact here. But the price that you pay, relatively small to get a tool to provide you with this opportunity, the value that you get, we're still on trying to understand that based on, because we don't really know what these returns are exactly, but we know that we're getting feedback from folks saying, I'm really glad you called. I need somebody to talk to. And then the overall return on this investment for real estate agents is huge for two reasons. One, you might get that dozen listings out of the gate when we can leave our house again. But two, you are setting yourself up with skills and with habits that when you go back to your office are going to pay you tenfold because you're going to have no problem hopping on the phone with folks um, for an hour every morning. You're going to have no problem um, going through your geo leads and be like, oh, yeah, OK, I haven't I haven't spoken to people on this street in, in uh, two weeks here. It's time for a little outreach. This is going to be part of your daily routine and it's going to make a lot of sense. All right. I'm about to get myself in trouble. You ready, Chris? All right. I had, let's do it. 
<laughs> so I didn't know the rabbit hole that we were going down. I didn't know you were going to say what you were going to say, but I uh -huh. made clear and perfect sense. Uh, a lot of agents have talked about who've come on the show using geo leads to farm. And yeah. um, I'm trying to find ways to engage our audience into action. And yeah. so I'd say for anybody who is, and this is where I'm going to get in trouble, and I'll deal with the ramifications afterwards. Oh, good. <laughs> is if anybody who's not already a customer watching this live, if they uh -huh. sign up for geo leads, I will work with the sales manager, Tyler, to get them our storm dialer a free trial for, oh, let's say, 15, 30 days. So that way they can take action. They can follow what you just said. Mm. And we can get them dialing, not just by hand, because that, you know, we were talking yesterday about not speed to sales, but speed to service. Uh, Verl was talking about GOEs and dialers. I was like, oh, if you use the dialer, you could really, really connect with the right people faster. So uh, I just wrote myself a little bit of a, a pain check here that I might might have to cash or I don't know how that works, but uh, I'll put that out there. And so if anybody calls in, just mention the show and I'll work with Tyler on making sure anybody who buys GeoLeads as a new customer uh, never had it before to get access to our storm dialer 15 or 30 days to try out how that whole thing works with you well if you've never used a dialer and again justin and i have not we, this is not a pre-planned thing so please don't you know, think that you're under some sort of elaborate uh scheme to get you into another service it is definitely not that i will tell you from personal experience the first time i activated a dialer terrified me uh, because I was like, oh my God, they're just the phone calls just keep coming. And it literally took me 15 minutes to figure out, oh my gosh, this is like such a more efficient way of doing it. And I don't have time to be nervous, honestly. Like it just sets the system up so well. Like you, you get into that zone, and all of a sudden you're at the end of your list and you look at your watch and you say, wow, how did I just call 50 people in one hour? It's just incredible. It's just you, you, if you if you've not never done a dialer before, just trust me. Try it for try it for a month. You will not be disappointed. Maybe you and I should do a podcast or some sort of webinar together. Now that we work so well, that we're figuring this out. <laughs> I, I, this could work. Yeah. Uh, so I like coming back to frameworks, and so yeah. I think we highlighted uh, one part of the framework, which uh, I call there's the philosophy, there's the methodology, and then there's the technology. And all three of those work together to help give people like what we call a, well, clearing the path to success for real estate agents. Here we are uh, standing there. Um, so we talked about the philosophy right now being one of service, right? We uh -huh. talked about the methodology, which is what do you say? What do you do? In fact, we should probably yeah. do a little bit more work on that. And then the technology part of that is whether you use expireds from us or a dialer from us or a service from us, it doesn't matter. But once you're clear on your why, right? Your, your methodology is your what, and then your technology is the how. And yeah. so let's play around a little bit more right now in the middle zone, because a lot mm -hmm. of agents are on here looking for what do I say? We've kind of yeah. given them what to do. Let's give them some words or some writing or some copy or some content that can help fill in that middle zone. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, I'm, I, uh, I'll, first of all, I'll say, if you go on the close, um, and you search in our search bar, you just type in the word scripts. We have got, I mean, honestly, I can't even remember how many, like over a dozen articles that are full of different scripts that you can use uh, to talk to folks. Um, so that's the first thing I'll say. If you're struggling with the what, don't, don't be, don't be, you know, 
motto here, use a script. That's that's a good place to start. If you're struggling with what to say, start with something that's written down. That's helpful. If you're looking for what to say, like on a more holistic level, like I don't know what to talk to people about. Uh, the first thing that I would suggest to you is to talk about what we're all thinking about. Okay. And it's not major league baseball, even though I am, I wish major league baseball was happening right now. People are thinking about staying at home. They're thinking about, uh, about their future. They're thinking about work. They're thinking about their family. These are like intrinsically, um, present things in their life. And guess what else happens to be extremely conveniently also listed on that list of intrinsic things home mm. that's your specialty this is where you shine house and home finding a place for you for for our clients and their families to land and to be comfortable this is what you do for a living so your conversations can start in these easy like teed up areas like you know this is pretty wild what we're going through right now you know the last time i left the house was x number of days ago um how about you these are conversations that can start and and the the, the beauty of all of this is these intrinsically important topics are all related to each other you're going to be talking about house and home before you know it they're probably going to bring it up honestly so what questions do you expect them to actually ask and what do you think some of those answers should or ought to be? Um, well, you're going to get a lot of questions of how's the market right now. That's what, if I'm a consumer, that's what I'm asking because I am, you know, I've, I'm paying my mortgage and I want to make sure that I'm not underwater on that mortgage pretty soon. Right? So the first question is how's the market's going to be? If you, if you should be prepared for that question. And honestly, the answer is, well, on pause right now. In a lot of places, the market's on pause. And that's not a bad place to be, honestly. Because it, where it could be is completely nosedive under the ground. We can't even find it, right? Mm. It's on pause at the moment. Which means that if you are thinking about real estate, now is a good time to think about what those next steps could be. Because right now, you got options. Right now, you got you got places that you can start building a strategy, because we're not going anywhere. So, use this time. Talk to your talk to your prospects about, you know, if they ask you how the market is, say, well, it's hard to say exactly what it's going to look like when we come out of this. But for right now, it's on pause. So, anybody who's thinking about buying or selling real estate, you got a lot of opportunity right now to just talk through your options. We're on pause. Why not? So that's a good place to start. Um, yeah, I, I, you know, there's, there's lots of things to talk about, but really, I mean, if I am, if, if I make it into 30 seconds into a, a phone call with a real estate agent, um, and, and I don't ask them, so how's business right now? Uh, I'm distracted. I'm not doing my job there. Mm -hmm. All right. Just that's, that's going to be a good, that's going to be a conversation that everyone's going to be having. Yeah, thank you, Chris. And we put up the scripts link. If you're watching this live and you're not on our page, you should definitely go to uh, inside that chat. We've posted this, the close.com forward slash question marks S equals scripts. So if that works for you as well. And uh, I just want to give a quick shout out to you, Chris, and let the audience share some vibes. If you guys have loved anything he said today, 
thumbs up, hands up, praise, roots, whatever you want to type that comes up. You've got any value. Oh, we got some hand raises there. Great. Oh, good. Uh, <laughs> and so just share the love, spread the love right now because we do these shows every day and people are really thinking hard and taking time to give you guys thoughtful answers and hopefully actionable tips that help your psychology, your financial mm -hmm. side. And uh, obviously, Chris, you've done a super job today giving us perspective on things that I think weren't quite as illuminated as they were mm -hmm. before. And so as we wrap up, uh, we got some questions that are have come in over the last couple of minutes that I'd love for us to address. But before we get to those, uh, I'd like to let the audience know a couple of things. One, if you guys aren't already in the Elite Prospectors group, our Facebook group, uh, we're going to invite Chris back afterwards to do some mm -hmm. Q&A and follow-up. So uh, we're going to post the video. You can watch that again in there and interact with him one-on-one. -on -one. I'm sure he'll be happy to take and answer any of your questions. Mm -hmm. uh, the second thing is we have the email list. If you're on the daily email list to get the updates when we put this show out, we have released a script video that has taken some of the best scripts over the last 20 something episodes, put them all in one place so that you know mm -hmm. what to say and what to do during these times. It is an unlisted video that's not available to anybody else unless you're on this email list or if you're in this chat. And so I recommend both clicking the link right now when it gets popped in there to go watch that video. And if you're not already on the list to get these updates, please join it. Cause as we come out with more great content and great, scripts and resources if you're on that list you'll be able to get it when it comes out and so you'll need to go to the redx.com forward slash blog wait for the pop-up uh one last announcement i know i've got to say this though is that if you're already a customer uh please go to the vortex forum where there are conversations just for customers only and so if you're not aware of that you can jump in there and uh share Talk amongst yourselves just like the old uh <laughs> coffee talk into richmond snl scripts from back in the 90s the best years of SNL, by my opinion, of course. Oh, without a doubt, yeah. Yeah, Chris Farley and all those guys, Mike Myers. All right, so let's uh, let's give the audience uh, some some last love here with mm -hmm. answering some questions, Chris. Uh, we have uh, a question from Sunny Isles Beach Condos. I think I know where that is near Miami. Uh, would you call prospect leads responding to an automatic alert listing from my site or email them? first then call. So imagine she's getting some sort of lead capture mm -hmm. and then um, should she email them back or call them first? So that's a great question. Um, honestly, my answer to that is uh, yes. And and here's what I mean. Um, you should have, um, uh, as a part of your CRM, you should have the option to um, generate an automatic email message back to any incoming lead. And that's, that point of contact, even though it feels automated, is really important. And the reason behind that is we live in an internet age where the expectation on customer service is instant. And so even if you are not literally manning the keyboard and sending that email, having some sort of automated response when something comes in like that makes a big difference. Um, I will say, I will then um, couch that response with um, the best way to follow up to those to those uh, opportunities. Uh, in my experience, is with a phone call, and the reason here is. There have been services on online in the real estate spectrum that have created this 
um, expectation for phone contact. And I'm speaking specifically about Zillow. If you click on a Zillow listing and say, I want more information, you are going to get a startlingly fast phone call from an agent who's part of Zillow Premier. This is now an expectation of consumers in our industry. And if you don't fulfill that expectation, they're going to think that you forgot about them. So whether we like it or not, there's an expectation for this quick personal follow-up. So I love the idea of an automated email that comes to that person um, just so you they know that you've got them on your radar. Um, and then when you can get them a phone call back, get that ASAP because that's the industry expectation right now. Chris, that was a super awesome answer. And I think I discovered how we can pick our winners. Oh, or, yeah, I figured out how we're going to pick our winner. Who's going to get oh, a free marketing consult with you based on the best question, because I think based on your answer, yeah. you're going to be have to think about, Ooh, that was a good question. So I'm going to leave it up to you to decide which okay. was the best answer or the most challenging, most deeper digging answer question you got. And then we'll go from there. Okay. It's a deal. Great. So Amanda Smith, you're up. Let's go. Let's see what we got here. We got how long would you pay for marketing that you're not seeing a return on before you stop? Oh, boy, that is a great question. And here's my answer on that right now. Um, even pre pandemic, um, it is a scourge across the real estate agent spectrum of this expectation of immediate results on our marketing. Look guys, we are not selling $5 widgets on Instagram. We are selling services that if you are a seller, cost you tens of thousands of dollars. And so the expectation of immediate return on marketing investment, not only is unrealistic, it's unhelpful for your business. So here is my, um, my take on this for um for marketing spends i tell folks that you need to be putting at least at least 90 days into a system before you can start making a judgment on whether or not it's efficient for your business and i will stretch that 90 days out even further if the um if the dollars you're spending are on things like content marketing or um, uh, social media marketing where you the your real return on those marketing efforts comes from when people start trusting you as an expert it takes time for you to establish yourself as that expert Zillow premier agent bold leads uh, you know pay-per-click advertising that's stuff that you can start measuring results for within 90 days but if you're trying to establish yourself as the expert uh, in an area using blog posts using social media you got to give yourself six months that's, that's great advice and is that change at all because of the environment we're in today yeah honestly <sighs> This is this is probably not going to be a super popular opinion with folks who um, run a lot of paid lead gen, but I think I think we're going to we're going to see a pause in the in the efficacy of paid lead generation as far as that inbound stuff. Zilla Premier Agent Bold Leads, um, uh, you know the the lead generating systems that create inbound uh, phone calls and emails because. Consumers are honestly 
they're weary on clicking on ads right now. You see this, like the amount of consumer spending just across the spectrum is down right now. So people are clicking on less advertisements and those leads are less um, effective at the moment. But what that does open up is the opportunity. If you are doing outbound marketing, like prospecting, you have an opportunity to connect with those people better. So I think right now those, that pay generation stuff i would give that even longer i I would i would put that in the six month category too um and you know you think about it like you spend 300 bucks just as an example on that paid lead generation for six months that that's 1800 dollars right there um you know that's that's not even a full commission on the average sale price in the united states so um to get one commission out of that more than pays for itself i i think it's worth holding on to for six months to see how it does. Great answer. All right. Let's see. We got Amanda Smith up right now on how long would, Oh, I already asked that question. Pat Severson, she has geoleads uh-huh. and she's asking what about calling expireds, which is best at this time? Ooh. So geoleads, I think is still my, is still my favorite part of the, the red X suite at the moment. Um, and it's because, um, the expired lead market really isn't too much different than what it was even a month or two months ago. And here's what I mean by that. Anything that has expired since, um, you know, coronavirus really hit the United States has done so relatively organically. Um, That wasn't going to be a listing that probably sold anyway. Maybe it was, but not really going to be a lot of effect. Where expireds really get exciting to me and let me just preface this by saying, I say exciting, and I don't mean that to be insensitive to the people who are dealing with the situation in front of them. I mean exciting from a perspective of this is a new opportunity for real estate agents to pursue um, so that they can continue to help these folks. Ex- expireds are going to get very active um, once the new normal markets start settling in. Because if we start to see a buyer's market, like we expect we will, that means that more listings are going to be expiring. You're going to see an uptick. Um, some some analysts are predicting upwards of 30% more expired listings. Um, and that's going to make uh, a resource like the expires tool on Red X even more valuable because you're going to be getting that up-to-date information and contact information before anybody else. That's great advice. It's almost like the way the stock market has reallocated. Some stocks are shooting through the roof, yeah, because those are valuable ones right now. And it sounds like GeoLeads is GeoLeads stock is up. Bye, yeah. bye, 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 bye. This is uh, Mad Money with uh, Jim Cramer. <laughs> well, you know, it makes sense to me because, to some degree, right now, um, GeoLeads is, is a great tool for farming, is for for real estate farming, and one of the of real estate farming is establishing yourself as a trusted authority and expert in a particular area. And this is what people are looking for right now. People are looking for trust. They're looking for local experts to answer their questions. They don't want some talking head um, from an office uh, in in Cupertino or from Manhattan, unless you live in Cupertino or Manhattan. Um, They don't want these, you know, these uh, a national pundit telling them what's happening on this on the their street they want somebody who actually you know drives these streets and eats in their restaurants and knows what's going on in their neighborhoods and this is what farming does for you 
That's great. And so we're coming super close on time. And so I want yeah. to make sure that we get one more question in to consider before we pick our winner, wrap up, invite everybody who's not already in the Elite Prospector group in there. Mm-hmm. And for us to have, wish everyone a happy, great weekend. And so last mm-hmm. question. Okay, Connie, do you have a great answer for us who stumble when asked about what we do? I have a canned response, but I hate using it. Mm. Ask about what we do. What's our value proposition, right? What's a yeah. really solid, honest, authentic yeah. value proposition? And I would say adapted for our times right now. Like, what could uh-huh. we say we do to give Connie and everybody else listening to this right now? Yeah, you know, I gotta say, just in this, in just hearing that question, my instinct, um, or maybe not my instinct, my initial like um, impulse is to overthink that a little bit. And I think this is what a lot of agents do is you overthink um, that question just a little bit. Break it down to, um, if you're a member of the National Association of Realtors, which I hope you are, um, think about what in the code of ethics there, um, think about what your number one responsibility here is. And it is to be, um, to represent the fiduciary best interests of your clients. And, Ultimately, we can translate that to our value proposition very super easily, which is I put my customers, I put my community's needs in, I, I, <laughs> of course, I'm stumbling over it now. Um, we put the needs of our community when it comes to housing first and foremost. We use all the tools at our disposal to give our clients the best information the best circumstances and the best opportunities. If you want a place to live, I can give you every option available. I mean, ultimately that's what we're here for. We're here to serve our clients. Mm, I love that. And so I hope that the rest of the audience watching this right now, love that close, no pun intended, but maybe it was. Pretty good there, I like it. Close on the close, Chris Lindell from the close. And so if you enjoyed today's show, you got any value out of it whatsoever, especially that last little part. Give them a shout out, give them some love, give them a thumbs up. And let's pick a winner right now. Of the three questions, which one resonates with you as the best? Boy, you know, to me, I am going, and I, I apologize, I don't remember the, the question, the person who asked its name, but the question that is still uh, kind of rocking around on my brain is the person who asked about what the um, how long you should be waiting on a lead generation system um, before pulling the plug on it because listen this is something that we all have to be really cognizant of right now i I actually wrote about this in my how to uh, uh, recession proof your business article it's time to start racking and tracking every dollar that you spend Mm -hmm. and lead generation that's Part of it, right? So, so um, you have to have a strategy involved with the money that you're spending, and making sure that it you have a purpose for every dollar that's going out of your wallet. And so, um, you know, to me, that's the best question, and uh, and I'd love to keep talking about that with uh, with the question asker and and any other thing that they have. To... All right, Amanda Smith, you have won the prize for today. The consultation with Chris. And so we'll follow up with you. In fact, why don't you um, 
reply back to one of the invite emails that we've sent out just saying what's up and then we'll make some connections happen and from there we'll make the rest of your day brighter and bigger bigger and better and so that's right that that's today's episode chris hang out with us for just a couple of minutes at the end of the show we do a little post recap and to everybody else have a fantastic weekend hope you had a great time today spending it with us we enjoyed spending it with you and as always stay safe stay calm Stay clean, stay positive. See you guys next week, same time, 1.30 p.m. Mountain Time. I'm Justin Zimmerman with the Stability and Opportunity Podcast.